0: I've always wondered, um, and it may seem strange, but it's something that's always been on my mind, I think from the earliest time of my becoming a believer, becoming a Christian, why it is that Jesus almost made it difficult, if not impossible, for people to actually prove that he had risen from the dead. Uh, He didn't go out publicly to have a big meeting like he did on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, It's almost as if he was doing it very secretively, just to show a few choice people. And I've always wondered to myself, why did that happen? This was the most amazing miracle of his entire ministry. In fact, the most amazing miracle of human history. And yet, it seemed to have been almost kept a secret. Join me as we wonder why, as we consider the events that took place after the amazing and real resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Reverend Kwame Ribadiri. You are watching CETAM Church Online. In the middle of chapter 24 of the Gospel According to Luke, we read an interesting story. It's about two men. They're described as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ on their way to a village called Emmaus. Emmaus is about uh, 10 kilometers, seven miles uh, from Jerusalem, Uh, less than a day's journey, uh, if you're walking, of course. And uh, uh, it was all, of course, a downhill journey, so it wasn't going to take that long. But these two men, disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we know one of them is called Cleophas because the word of God tells us his name, uh, were wondering to themselves, what's going on? They've just heard news that the tomb where the body of Jesus had been laid uh, and buried and even sealed into was broken open and the body was not there. And uh, they had a rumor that some of the women had gone and found that the tomb was empty, that Peter had gone and gone into the tomb, found it was empty. What was going on? This, this was now news buzzing around. And uh, a third person joins them on this trip. And I'd like us to read just a few verses from verse 13 of chapter 24. Behold, two of them were traveling on the same day to a village called Emmaus, which is about seven miles, ten kilometers from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all the things which had happened. And so it was while they conversed and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Their eyes uh, were restrained so that they did not know him. He said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and you're sad? Then one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem and you have not known the things which have happened in these days? And he asked the question, what things? Now, we could go a little bit further, but uh, because of time, uh, the story of course continues with Jesus explaining, the Bible says, he explained uh, all that the scriptures had to say about him from Moses. In other words, from the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, all the way to through the prophets, explaining why the Messiah had to go through all of this pain and suffering. But he did not allow himself to be recognized. These two men who were described as disciples would have known who Jesus was. They would have been familiar with his physical appearance, the, even the sound of his voice. They, they definitely would have known who, uh, who Jesus was. But for some reason, this information was kept from them. And he, Jesus makes an interesting rebuke because he says to them as they complain about all the things that have happened and they're not even sure what's happening, In verse 25, he says to them, O foolish ones, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? In verse 27, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them, all the scriptures, uh, the things concerning himself. Jesus described the position or the view of these two men as both foolish and unbelieving and I think the point here which is a point for all of us is that whereas yes the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ was an event far beyond our expectation far beyond anything that we would have ever uh, expected to have happened to, um, uh, to, 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 to the Lord or to any other person for that matter uh, this act of rising from the dead which Jesus himself had prophesied Jesus himself had said would happen that after three days he would be raised from the dead. Uh, something that had been spoken of through the prophets, that had been spoken of through uh, the books of Moses, Jesus himself. This act was now taking place. It was actually being performed in the sight and in the very presence of these two men. And yet Jesus said the only way to actually witness this or to receive it was to believe it. He expected that Anything to do with his ministry, not just the words that he said, not just the miracles that he had performed, but this act, the resurrection from the dead, was to be accepted by faith. It was to be believed. Uh, not just because it happened, because it did happen. It did physically and uh, historically as a record happen in, uh, in, 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 in the lives of, of mankind and certainly over 2,000 years ago. Uh, but Jesus wanted anything to do with the future, anything to do with relating to Him uh, after this amazing, miraculous uh, resurrection from the dead, to be handled and to be, any relationship with Him, to be on the basis of faith. It is what we believe about who Jesus says He is and what He has now become, Savior of the world and the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, seated at the right hand of God the Father, the one who is coming back for his own. All these truths, this amazing information must be believed. And I believe that the resurrection is really an injection to increase our faith. It is to help us uh, keep our hope of eternal life alive and to keep it consistent, to keep us always trusting that what God says about us, is true because what he said about Jesus and what he did for Jesus is also true. And so I believe the resurrection, which helps us to recognize the power of God and the wonderful sacrifice made by our Lord Jesus Christ for each and every one of us is the foundation upon which we should continue to build our faith. It is because we believe what Jesus has done for us and we believe what he says he's going to continue to do that I believe the resurrection is somewhat shrouded in mystery in order for us to build and increase our faith. And I pray that that you is something that you will do on a continuous basis because Jesus is alive. He really is. He doesn't have to go back to the cross. He doesn't have to go back to the tomb. He's alive forevermore, and He's alive to reveal Himself to you and I in every stage of our lives. And may you keep that hope alive.